Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a big day at the network as the reviews are coming in for the college football betting guide. And they've been exemplary. If you haven't got your copy, go over vsin.com slash subscribe to pick it up. And with that, we've got a huge show for you. We welcome you in on a Thursday. I'm Patrick Maher, of course, the Prince, Samal Shaw. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, he's stressing today because they set it up there at the South Point, the VEASAN studios, like a sauna. They heard you talking about being a little, I don't know, portly. So they jacked up the heat and you're going to sweat it out today. Big guy, what do you got? We're going to have to air out a few buttons here. No, 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 no. For everybody involved. Let it open involved, up. Those open that up. are listening on the radio, Dustin Sweetelson just unbuttoned his Hawaiian shirt, which is not cool for anybody. Well, I, just found, I just found Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Are you struggling there with the toxins coming out, big guy? Oh, let it breathe. I already got a good sweat in this morning. And no, I'm not talking about my normal routine. I actually worked out. Uh, but now I'm in this room. It's got to be 85 degrees in this room right now. I well, this and here's is good the, because generally we get them all complaining that it gets so cold in the studio. So now we've got a little bit of a balance here. No. So here's the problem, right? We're, we're in an enclosed space. There's no actual humidity. We, we live in the desert. Everyone says it's a dry heat. The problem is it's so warm in here and there's so many dudes rotating through this little enclosure that is the VEASAN studio inside the South Point that the heat is reverberating. Pretty sure I used that right. And it's creating humidity within this. We have our own greenhouse essentially going on in the middle of the sports book. <laughs> it's a beautiful look. Great job downstairs with the direction. You could see from behind Amal Shaw into the beautiful studios there at the South Point and the big guy complaining no doubt, Amal Shaw, a couple of great shows to start the week. How are we feeling today, my friend? Doing well. It looks like Dustin's auditioning to be on an episode of Cops. 
You know, got the wife beater on. He's ready to go. <laughs> it's a tough look. It's not great for anybody. Uh, look, by the end of the three hours here on Sharp Money, you're going to be up to speed and comfortable with the ACC. Of course, we do have football tonight. It's going to be third and fourth stringers, but nonetheless, the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. I'm excited for it just to see football back on TV. Uh, the Jets and the Browns. You know what's fascinating, boys, about the Jets and the Browns tonight? Two teams. The results were the same last year, seven and 10, but the expectations are the same this year. Both teams set at nine and a half, both the jets and the Browns over at DraftKings set at nine and a half. So looking forward to talking some NFL. It just feels good, man. It does. It feels good to have it back. We are jacked with guests today. The big guy booking his butt off. Wes Durham's going to join us coming up in 28 minutes. We're going to talk ACC, ACC network announcer. Of course, the voice of the Falcons as well. We got my guy. He gets saucy on social. He is a VEASAN betting analyst. Jared Smith is going to stop by. I know he sat in with Amal Shaw while he was on vacation, did a great job. Zach Jackson, the athletic Browns beat writer. What we're going to do is we're going to tackle both from the beat perspective. Those are the men and women that have their pulse on the franchises better than anybody. So we're going to go Browns with the athletics, Zach Jan- Jackson. We're going to go Andy Vasquez for the Jets. And also, it's going to be good to see our friend from behind the book there at the South Point. Vinny Maliulo will stop by. So we are, Amal Shaw, we are stacked today. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, you mentioned we're going to cover the ACC. We'll get into depth on that one. I'll tell you why I don't believe Carolina will be a contender. But also, more importantly, we'll talk about Obviously, Clemson, Florida State, and Miami, who's got some talent. We'll see where they're missing some pieces. But more importantly, Patrick, it's great August 3rd preseason game. I know we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers tonight, Deshaun Watson, but I don't know. I mean, football is like a drug for most people, myself included. Just can't wait. <laughs> preseason doesn't matter what it is. We're all fired up to watch it. I mean, look, let's be real here. Most people are probably going to need a program to watch the players that are playing in the fourth quarter. They might be applying for jobs somewhere if you're a business owner after the season or at least, excuse me, by the time August ends, but it's still always exciting regardless of how inept it may be. So a dude that has no vices, you're essentially a vegan, you don't drink caffeine, you don't drink alcohol, Mm -hmm. you don't take gummies. Uh, (laughs) The only thing that your smack is football, basically, is what you're telling me. I can tell you this, if if it was like, doesn't matter the power five team playing. It could be anybody. You know what you always hear on ESPN? Everyone goes, oh, it's better for college football when Notre Dame is good. Why? Let me tell you, I'm watching the national championship of Wake Forest just playing in it. They only care if Notre Dame is playing because the ratings are going to be potentially higher. College football and the NFL are like absolute drugs. You know, we talked about it yesterday getting up or a couple days ago about getting up on the West Coast time zone. It is like a job on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, I can't do anything. I'm sorry. I've got to watch college football. Choose the number tonight with the backups. The Jets will get into who's playing, who's not. Uh, they're laying two. Cleveland, of course, the total 33 and a half, boys. Uh, the last 10 Hall of Fame games have averaged 29.3, so 29.3 points per. The fourth quarter is where they kind of get it going. Everything kind of, it's topsy turvy there in the fourth quarter, close to nine averaged as far as scoring in the fourth. So we'll get into, of course, the Jets and Cleveland. I was just talking to Omal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, about vices. He's got none. Would you say you subscribe? Do you have no vices in life? I, uh, I have many demons, Patrick. And, uh, <laughs> And those those demons come with multiple vices per. I'm just so. going to say this. We ended the show last night 
with you and I discussing a phone call we had when I was walking to Trader Joe's to get some dinner the other night. If I said that out, Len Mead would immediately contact us. Your boy Bill AD, who we haven't heard from in two years, would get on the horn. If I told on the air what you told me on that telephone call. And that, my friend, is definitely a vice. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it was the only one, it wouldn't be an issue, but it's one of about six or seven that I have. So we actually, here's what we did. So Amal Shaw kind of playing point here with each conference as we dig in. And look, we're going to set you up on these teams. We're going to set you up on the ACC today. But if you want to go in depth, I'm talking nuts and bolts. Go get the guide. vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, it's a huge day for everybody. The feedback's been awesome. We've heard from a ton of subscribers, first-time subscribers here on the network that just got involved for the college football uh, season and, of course, the college football betting guide. Remember, when you sign up, you're going to get the picks. Like, Samich gave out a ton of picks today. He popped his ACL, by the way. He's not going to join us on the show tomorrow. Ooh. He's having surgery. Oh, well, no, <laughs> He's over nope, here like nope, he's Brees nope, Hall. Nope. Fake news. Bad report. He hurt his Achilles, which is worse than your ACL. Ooh, Kevin Durant. I, well, yeah, wait a probably. second. Why do you say it's worse than your ACL? Uh, because it's a worse injury to come back from based is he, on athletes. Is he going pro? I just, I, just the reason why is you got to rehab an ACL. The, uh, you have to Achilles, rehab an Achilles. Not as severely as on the ACL. The Achilles takes the, for an NBA player like Kevin Durant or uh, Clay Thompson, you may not return to the same level, but I think Samich will still be able to give good picks. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't know. I don't move fast enough to snap anything. <laughs> Hate to interrupt the donk party you two are throwing, but I just wanted to say you can get his picks. You can get the NFL betting guide. You can get the college football betting guide when you sign up right now at VEASAN. That must have been a fun month, by, by the way. Uh, VEASAN.com slash subscribe with a random conversation about the difference between ACL and Achilles. Hey, speaking of an ACL or an Achilles, I don't know which one it was. Brees Hall. We should see Brees Hall returning. Uh, Makai Becton returning. He's going to play 20 to 25 snaps. Those are two big gets. You know, we talked about Aaron Rodgers returning Amal Shaw for the Jets, but those two returning as well are huge. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned Makai Becton on the offensive line. Struggled a little bit in camp early on, but to be expected coming back from injury, he's going to be crucial for them. You mentioned Brees Hall. I'm not as concerned about the running back position in terms of skipping a beat. Um, Look, I still expect Dalvin Cook to eventually sign with this team. So I think they'll be fine. What we're not going to be able to really see that I was looking forward to seeing and maybe not even see it until the regular season is kind of the camaraderie between Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jagarrett Wilson at the wide receiver position and what type of relationship they have in terms of throwing the football. We saw what Rodgers was able to do with Devontae Adams. Maybe something similar develops here in New York. Oh, I've got a prop on his receiving yards for the year, by the way. Well, I'll hold off. On Garrett Wilson, of course, offensive rookie of the year. They also had the defensive rookie of the year and Sauce Gardner. Big guy, I opened the show. What we'll do is in just two minutes, we're going to jump into the ACC. So I just want to kind of back end here with the Hall of Fame game. I opened the show talking about the results were the same for the Browns and Jets last year. The Jets were a disaster, lost six straight excuse me, six or seven straight down the stretch. So they fell apart, but seven and 10 for the jets, seven and 10 for the Browns, but expectations book wise, the same for these two teams. If I told you right now, you had to place one over jets, Browns, nine and a half, which one you picking? I sneakily think the Browns are high, are flying under the radar here. I, I nice. really, I don't think the hype is high enough for what a full off season 
in Stefanski's system is going to do for a guy like Deshaun Watson. They have a run game. They have weapons. They have a really good offensive line. Like, I really think the Browns are an extremely intriguing team to back. I will go that way just because the hype on the Jets is getting a little out of control. Interesting year, Amal Shaw, for Stefanski as well. Two straight years after that great run three years back, two straight years now of missing the postseason. Of course, the suspension, but you got six games out of Deshaun Watson. He didn't look good. Uh, under 59% completion, seven touchdowns, five picks in those six games. Just looked a little out of sorts. Hadn't played football in two years, but let me pose the same question to you. Nine and a half for the Jets, nine and a half for the Browns you get to pick one to go over. I tell you what, I think it's one of the toughest ones to pick because I think the Browns are better than people believe they are. I think the Jets are really good, though, because they've got an elite defense, already had an elite defense. Now you've got an offense that should be far more uh, competent than what we saw last year. So I'm going to stick with the Jets because for my money right now, the New York Jets are probably the fourth best option in the AFC to come out of the conference, slightly ahead of Baltimore for me. I know we're writing off Aaron Rodgers and the struggles they've had in Green Bay or they had in Green Bay last year. I think the combination of playing in New York, he seems like he's a little bit revitalized, re-energized. I think it's going to help a lot. Sauce Gardner's only going to take a step forward. Think about how good he was as a rookie. The nuances and a lot of differences he'll have picked up. C.J. Mosley's an absolute dude. They signed Quinn and Williams. They've got three guys at three different levels that are elite-level talent. Not to mention, you talked about it earlier, Brees Hall getting back in the mix. If Mekhi Becton can give them anything, yes. this team is heading in the right direction. And with Wilson's confidence and his competency, I think it only elevates the second and third receivers there as well. I think his team is trending in the right direction. Hey, who is that hoops guy out of Penn State that you love? Oh, um, Crispin? No, 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 no. Um, Shrewsbury? 22. No, no, no. 22. I'm drawing a blank oh. on his name. You, you Six remember. foot four guard. My question is, do you prefer him to hang out with or Aaron Rodgers? Because, my gosh, the love affair is wild. The That's close. ACC <laughs> is next. We're going to go Miami. We're going to go Clemson. And, of course, more. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro, as in become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and get all access and get a pass to our betting tools, betting splits, and the importance today, the 2023 College Football Betting Guide, which just dropped. Both the College Football Betting Guide and our NFL Betting Guide will have you ready to turn a profit this year. The only way to get the guides and everything we have to offer is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you can do exactly that at vcin.com slash subscribe. Wes Durham's going to join us coming up here. Sharp Money, Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. In about 15 minutes, we're going ACC. Remember, you want to get really deep into the ACC, go get that college football betting guide. But let's talk about it. There seems to be the perception, Amal Shaw, that changes in the air. The balance of power could shift south from Clemson, South Carolina, down to Tallahassee, Florida. We'll get into those two teams coming up in just a bit. I think there's still 14 teams in the ACC, (laughs) but realignment may have happened this morning, and I don't know. Uh, Atlantic and Coastal have been eliminated, thank God, so just the top two teams play for an ACC championship. There are very much two tiers, Amal Shaw. You talked about the Pac-12 last year. Four teams that are legit. You've got three, and then you're a little less on Oregon as me and the big guy, but there are very much two tiers in the ACC. you got Clemson, you've got Florida State, and then I'd put North Carolina, Miami, Duke, Louisville, Pitt in that second pier. No need to elaborate, but are you good with that? Second tier, uh, I think you're generous, but everything else I agree with. Okay, now, we've got a Clemson team that has won seven of the last eight conference titles. I want to run this by you, because we're going to start with Clemson, 11-3 and last year, 9-0 and in conference. If Clemson beat South Carolina, remember, they lost 31-30. They're 12-1 and because they would have beat up as they did on North Carolina in the ACC championship game. They're going to the college football playoff. If they beat their rival in South Carolina, they finish up 12 and one and they go to the college football playoff. That's how close. And it's the reason I bring it up is there does seem to be like this. Hey, what's wrong with Clemson? A one point loss to South Carolina that had some juice. That's what's wrong with Clemson. And let's just say this. There is a new generation of sport fan that is going to grow up with a completely different perception of what Clemson football is because of Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney is 53 years old. He's got two national championships. He's got eight ACC titles, three-time coach of the year, 161 and 39 at Clemson. Wow. And this program's been around since 1896. He's got two national championships. Clemson has three in total. Of course, Danny Ford in 81. I'm just trying to contextualize what this guy has meant to the program. And you and I discussed it yesterday. It was a surprise hire. He almost didn't get the full-time gig. And here he is now a legendary coach. They don't make the playoff Clemson for the second year in a row. You know, it's interesting too with Dabo because he's such a polarizing personality. The contradiction is always present. I'm going to quit my job if college kids get paid. Boom, he's got a $100 million contract. Zip it, Dabo, and go coach, okay? We don't need to hear from you, but he is a hell of a coach. That's the setup on Clemson. Let's run with it. OC, Garrett Riley comes over from TCU. 
They were 66th in passing Clemson last year. He's going to help with that. Kate Klubnik, of course, full-time starter this year as a true sophomore. Offense. Let's go, Amal Shaw. Well, you look at this team. Let's start with Klubnik. You mentioned it. Big-time recruit out of Austin, Texas. Started the play last year. I said before the year started, D.G. Uyunglele would not be the starter with this team. I think Klubnik's talent, his mobility, and his arm strength are all going to be things that Clemson can build upon. They did a very good job last year. You mentioned the loss against South Carolina. But this team, to me, really, you look at this backfield, Will Shipley and Phil Maffa. Maffa's a great backup. You know, Donovan Edwards is probably the best backup in the country, but this team needs to have Will Shipley utilize more. I just felt like they didn't utilize him enough for what his talent is because the passing game was inconsistent at times. You mentioned Garrett Riley coming in from TCU and the job he did as an offensive coordinator there for Sonny Dykes. I think we'll see an improvement on this offense, and this team can be really, really dangerous. The schedule works out well in this sense, Patrick. They get Florida State at home in September. That's going to be the crucial game. It's going to be the benchmark game. This is a team that, again, not a lot of people are talking about them potentially for the college football playoff. Uh, but to me, that's what the goal is. You get the game at Flor- against Florida State at home. You're at Miami, which is a very winnable game. Carolina's at home. And then the rivalry game against South Carolina won't be easy, but a revenge spot for them there. This team with this defense, who's got probably the best linebacking core in the country. Yeah. I, I mean, when you look at linebackers, I, I think this one stands out to me. Jeremiah Trotter, obviously, if the name sounds familiar, his dad played with the Eagles. Barrett Carter, another tremendous one. Th- this team is well positioned to do some serious work defensively. Xavier Thomas, a grad student, feels like he's been there for 19 years, should have a big year for this team. They are ready to go. They're in a good position. The non conference is very good. They got Charleston Southern, uh, they've got Florida Atlantic. I, I'm trying to think I, one other game they've got on there, but this team is in a good position to have a great year. And the game that could be a bit of a challenge is Notre Dame on November 4th because with uh, Sam Hartman, a quarterback, Patrick, I think changes the dynamic a little bit. Clemson, look, the season win total, what is it, 10 and a half, right? Uh, this team, to me, should be at 11 wins at worst. If, I'm, I'm sorry, if they have a good year, they're 11, 12, and 0. 11 and 1, 12 and 0. If they have a bad year, they're 10 and 2. I, I, I'm going to. Go ahead. I'm just going to correct you real yeah. quick because maybe this helps with your advice to the better. Yeah. We've got Clemson sitting at 10 right now. Okay. I would go over because, again, Florida State's a home game in Death Valley, always a tough place to play. This team is still very, very good. You brought up a great point. We're acting like the ceiling is falling, and it's not. It's just that I have a higher expectation of Florida State this year. That's from my personal perspective. But to me, Clemson is right there. The one thing you joked about yesterday, and you were correct, can Klubnik when the ball is at the 38-yard line of the opponent and it's second down and 10, not take a drop that's 27 yards. If he can avoid (laughs) doing that, then they've got a chance to not go full Cody Pickett and go second and 57 against USC. The the, the talent is evident with Klubnik. It's just he plays a little loosey-goosey. Go ahead. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But, look, this team has talent. We talked about that. More importantly, though, to me, the one concern I have, this is what separates Alabama, Georgia, and some of these other teams from Clemson right now. They lack the depth. They just don't have that talent behind them. I mentioned Maffa and Shipley. We know how good Will Shipley is. But then you sit there and you look, you go, can Dominique Thomas be the guy if they need it? On the perimeter, Adam Randall, pretty solid receiver coming into his sophomore year. Bo Collins, a junior as well. They've got some pieces there. Antonio Williams, who's going to be a nice one. Their perimeter is good. It's not great. When you look at Georgia, when you look at Alabama, when you look at Ohio State, 
They're elite receivers. Jermaine Burton's going to be drafted in the first three rounds. McConkie, Lad McConkie's going to be a first three-round pick at, at Georgia. You need those kinds of guys. I don't see that right now in this roster. That puts a lot of pressure on Klubnik. Defensively, they're still going to be elite. That's the one thing. Don't forget, they'll still be right there. I still think eventually, over time, you'll see a bit of a drop-off, but it's not coming right now from the Clemson defense. They can still win games based on their defense. That's one of the biggest things. Wes Goodwin has done a tremendous job. This is year number two for him. If he can continue to have this team play the way they have defensively, not turn the football over, rely on Will Shipley, and then allow Klubnik to make a certain amount of plays. Make no mistake about it. This offense is Will Shipley. Hopefully, Garrett Riley utilizes it that way. For my money, he's probably the best dual threat back in college football. You're going to see a lot of Will Shipley, 125 all-purpose yards per game last year, Amal Shaw, and four or five starters on that offensive front return. That ain't bad for Clemson. Also, eight starters. You talked about the defense could be a top three in the country. Eight starters return on defense. I talked about two tiers in the ACC. Check out the odds as far as the conference concerned. Clemson, slight favorite, plus 145 over Florida State, plus 150. Your third betting favorites... You've got 10 to one on Louisville and North Carolina. So this is Florida state. This is Clemson. Big guy It's nothing else. My question about Clemson would be is 11 and three last year, but it was a down year. Like there's no way around that. Like the offense was tentative. The defense took a bit of a step back, but was still, you know, what we we've come to know from the, from this team. I'm wondering what the future looks like here, just because there's other teams on the rise in the ACC and it feels like to me Clemson is kind of staying pat. And staying pat's still good to be atop the ACC, but I don't know for how much longer. And when I look at the schedule this year, there's a game that really scares me. It's not the Florida State game. Obviously, that's a coin flip at this point in my brain. But it's later in the year. They go at Miami on October 21st, followed by NC State. They're there at NC State. And then they have Notre Dame. That middle game, that NC State game would scare me as someone they may overlook. And Dave Dorn's a guy who's beaten Dabo once or twice before. His teams are never sexy, Dave Dorn at NC State. They're never like a fun team that you want to watch that you're like, oh, let me make sure one of my four screens has them on. But I can <laughs> yeah. tell you in a spot where they're at Miami, which will be a hyped up game where a young Miami team is should be on the rise. And then you have Notre Dame the following week. I'm a little nervous of them overlooking NC State and maybe Maybe if there's another loss or two on the schedule, it could really mess up the whole season. So the quarterback for NC State is Brennan Armstrong, the Virginia transfer. That only puts a 12th man on the defense for Clemson. Okay, <laughs> let's just be real here. Brennan Armstrong was god-awful at UVA. Can I, can I ask you both a question? We'll tease it a little bit because we got West Durham coming up. The more I dug into Miami, they're trifling. Like what I disagree. Are you guys seen no, from no, no, no. That's, a, that's not on him. Don't put it. all is don't, so overrated. Don't put it on him. New OC. I know Tyler Van Dyke's going to be healthy. They are trifling. I don't know where you're getting this Miami team. For, for, I know your dad on. went there. Dustin, no, don't get mad. It, no, 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 it, it was me. This was all me. Don't put it any of it on him. First of all, anytime you remove Josh Gaddis, you've just improved by one <laughs> touchdown. Okay, <laughs> that's facts. That's facts. Okay, Amal Shaw in Miami coming up. We're going to be divergent there. Wes Durham, he covers the ACC, joins us next to your Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
You're going to instantly recognize the voice of our next guest. But first, let me tell you about Best Ball over at DraftKings. With Best Ball on DraftKings, you get the best of your team all season long fantasy. This year, Best Ball on DraftKings is bigger than ever with $10 million in guaranteed cash prizes up for grabs. For a limited time only, you can join DraftKings' largest Best Ball contest ever and get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. Act now before it expires. So to start playing Best Ball, download the DraftKings app, use the code Sharp, S-H-A-R-P, enter DraftKings Best Ball Millionaire Contest and Snake Draft for your team this season. Each week, you'll automatically rack up points from all of your top scores. No ads, no drops, no trades, no, I should have played him instead. Teams with the most points by the end of the season will have a shot to take home $1 million in top prize. That's awesome. What are you waiting for? Head to DraftKings app, sign up with the code SHARP. Got, got a gambling problem? It's 1-800-GAMBLER. One per customer. Opt-in required with $10 in entry fee. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com slash promotions for details. Now, as we welcome you back and I catch my breath, I'm Patrick Maher. He's Amal Shaw. We should, I said that voice is going to be instantly recognizable. We should have had West Durham do that read because of course, <laughs> ACC network, Atlanta Falcons network voice. He joins us now to talk ACC. Hi Wes. How are you? Patrick. Great. Nice to be with you guys. Hope you're well. Hope you're having a nice, a nice August 3rd, right? I mean, here we are, we're a month away from the start of the college season. NFL goes tonight preseason, you know, I don't know why it's not seven on seven, but I haven't, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll worry about that later. Uh, but good to be with you guys. Thanks. Do you still do you still get the juice flowing once we turn that calendar to August and you can kind of <laughs> sense it all coming with the Falcons and the ACC? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been to training camp a couple times. I'll go again tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, for Atlanta, it's almost like a brand new team each of the last three years. That's been fun to watch. The uh, the college game to me has uh, has really built a lot of momentum you know, with news off the field as much as on the field. But yeah, I think the ACC has got a chance to have a couple teams, certainly Clemson and Florida state threatened, but I'm as curious in that league to see who will be the third, fourth, or maybe even the fifth team we're talking about come October, or November. Well, let's start with that Clemson, Florida state. Do you have a preference there? Yeah. And then uh, tell us a little bit about who you think could fill in behind those two teams. Amal, I like Clemson over Florida State, uh, but and you guys plus one and forty-five, plus one fifty. I would yeah. say that's about right. I mean, it's a the thing about Florida State is this, and you know, for all the stuff they're saying here in the last twenty-four hours, they really haven't been a factor in this thing, you know, in the last five or six years. Sands, the Jimbo Fisher and Jameis Winston national title. Um, I mean, they they had some nice runs, but the Willie Taggart experiment was brutal. And then Mike Norvell was left to clean up that mess. I think Clemson's been a brand for a decade. Uh, I think Dabo has more 44 and that's too deep at every position than maybe Florida state does. The thing I like about Florida state is I really like Jordan Travis. I think he's terrific. Um, I think he's a really, really good football player. And I think they've got two dynamic running backs. I think their success is going to be determined about how well they can run the ball, how well they can stop the run. To be honest with you, I think they've done some nice things in the transfer portal Clemson. If the quarterback situation goes well and think about how inconsistent that's been the last year and a half, if, if the quarterback situation goes well, I think Clemson can have a really good year. I think they're going to be terrific on defense at all three levels. The third team for me right now is North Carolina, because I, I believe in Drake may that much. I think he is, uh, he and Caleb Williams to me are the two best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, and may 
seemingly can turn the average guy into a superstar. And North Carolina's ability to bring guys back on offense, they've got more than a couple of running backs that he can lean on early. Uh, but Carolina's got to get better on defense. And I think Gene Chizik is optimistic about that. I see a lot of guys back, um, but they couldn't flat tackle people a year ago and every game turned into arena football on grass. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see about Carolina. I think Pittsburgh's the one everybody sleeps on nationally, to be honest. Uh, and sometimes even in this league, people sleep on Pitt. But Pat Narduzzi's done as good a job in the last five or six years as anybody coaching in this league. And he brings back a bunch of guys you've never heard of, but they've all seemingly played at some point. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting to watch them early. The UC West Virginia Carolina combination for them in September. That's a pretty strong cup of coffee for Phil Jerkovic and Frank Signetti, who were uh, back together again in that quarterback OC combination. Patrick West made a great point. UNC uh, eight starters back on defense, but these guys couldn't tackle anybody playing flag football last year. We'll see if they can improve there. And I got to tell you one thing, Wes. I'm Patrick. The reason why I wanted to interject is I'm going to die on this Please. Florida State Hill by myself. Wes, I think this team's got a chance to go 12 and 0. I got Jordan Travis not only in New York City, but I've got him preparing the speech. He is the best yeah. dual threat for my money. Caleb Williams is the best quarterback, but Jordan Travis, to me, in terms yeah. of dual threat, you look at Wilson on the perimeter, they had a Keon Coleman. I'm sorry, I'm done with my rant. All I'm saying is Florida State's beating LSU. <laughs> have a nice day, people. Well, hey, Amal, as far as I mean, the way you're talking, you should have been at the Board of Trustees meeting yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you know, golly, they should have voted you in, like, in some, uh, you know, some amendment action. Um, Look, I think they're fine. I, I like them against LSU too. I think the late, the late September trip to Clemson, yeah. you know, and, and here's the way college football works these days. And I mean, I don't have to tell you guys this, they can lose the Clemson game yep. in late September and still get to the CFP because more than likely they'll see Clemson again. That's the, you know, the give and take of the ACC is that's why this league, as much as everybody talks about Florida state and Clemson, I think you've got to find a third or a fourth here. And that's the trickiest part of this whole deal is who do you believe in the most? And, you know, here we are three, four minutes into this conversation. We haven't talked about Miami, right? I mean, we haven't talked about other schools. That's the part of this where the ACC's brand identity gets lost nationally, no matter kind of where they are from a, uh, from an improvement standpoint. West Durham joins us and my partner Amal is brilliant on college football and he loves Jordan Travis West and I totally agree with him but he's lost sure. his freaking mind with this Miami <laughs> team crystal ball in year two year one was an unmitigated disaster five and seven right. two new court two new court uh, offense coordinator defensive coordinator right. we don't know about Van Dyke's health like, I don't see it with Miami Amal likes the team where are you I'm okay with them. I think they are going to be better than they were a year ago, but I think for them to like, if we're in November and they're hanging around the top 10, Patrick, I think they've had a hell of a year. Um, I think there's improvement to be had with these guys, but I, I want it in slower doses. I, I think a fuel injection of Miami would be a surprise to me, but how about beat Texas A&M in week two? We could, we could start there. And if they can, then I, I like where they are. The the Bethune Cookman at Temple thing. Georgia Tech is bottom fifth of the uh, bottom third of the ACC this year. Then it kind of really starts. I mean, look at Carolina on the 14th. Then you have Clemson, and look at the back end. Louisville, by the way, plays the easiest conference schedule of anybody in the ACC. 
And I'm interested to see how Miami handles at BC in November. That could be a uh, that could be a Weather Channel game of the week if you're not careful. <laughs> you bring up a great point on the A&M game. Now, with the humidity down in South Florida, it could be a slight advantage in early September against that A&M team. Dustin's going to get mad at me for doing this, Wes, but I think Jeff Brom going to Louisville, and I'm leading the witness here, is one of the best hires in college football. And by the way, how can you be so blessed at Louisville to lose Scott Satterfield? I so fortunate. <laughs> I am sorry. That was he was horrific. Okay, I don't know how to put it. I'm from the state of Ohio. I don't cheer for the Bearcats, but they're going to be looking for a new coach in 24 to 36 months. Well, it, the thing about Brom is it's a perfect match, and and there were a lot of people that wanted it to happen to all, as yeah. you all know, probably three, four years ago when yeah. they hired Satterfield. I think the question at Louisville is this, can all the new come together? Can it, you know, collate, right? I think that's a really tricky part here. You know, they've got what 30 some transfers. Uh, I mean, they're really active in this whole piece. I think it's going to be interesting to watch Louisville early. Uh, the Friday night game in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz against Georgia tech, but there's that stretch now late September to mid October at NC state, Notre Dame at home at Pitt. Duke is no pushover after winning nine a year ago. Uh, I, I think that's kind of where their bread gets buttered, to be honest with you, if they're going to have that kind of year. By the way, Dustin. What's interesting about Brom, what's interesting about Brom Amal and Wes is yeah. I don't know if there's a coach in a city. The Brom family in Louisville is gold. Yeah. Like there's going to yeah, be pressure on Brom, not just him, but his brother, his dad. Like they're, yeah, the, but- the Brom family means so much in Louisville. Yeah, but Patrick, they got a runway now. You you can't make another change, right? I mean, they're like Virginia right. Tech. You brought Brett Pry in a year ago. It doesn't work in college football these days if you keep carouseling coaches. It may work at some places like that, but you now have to buy yourself some patience. And if it doesn't go well in year one, a little bit like Miami, you kind of got to eat the apple and live with it, right? I mean, you can't continue yeah. to cycle out coaches. And, and if you keep doing that, you're only hurting your own program, I think. And I think the Louisville people realize that I think he's a terrific coach. Here's his advantage. And nobody's really talked about this. He's already done it twice. He did it at Western Kentucky. He did it at Purdue. And even with the storybook and all the other things that are going on there in the Commonwealth, I think he can do it at Louisville too. The question I have is, is it going to happen in year one? I'm just not sure about that. Wes, I promise you, if you say no, it's okay, but we would love to have you for 10 more minutes. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Wes Durham, legend, for ACC Dustin, Network Dustin, I'm announcer. on an NIL. I'm on an NIL with Dustin. Hey, you on. are Dustin's. You are Dustin's favorite guest, and he's been booking for 15 years. ACC, of course, Atlanta Falcons. I want to ask you about the Falcons as well. More with Wes Durham coming up here on Sharp Money. Don't forget, you see it on the screen. Vison.com/slash/subscribe. The College Football Betting Guide is out today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We hoodwinked West Durham to stick around, but first, who will win the Heisman Trophy this year? We know them all thinks it's Jordan Travis, who's going to be in the college football playoff final four, which teams will surprise and which teams will disappoint. Well, all of those questions and more can be answered by reading the 2023 VEASAN College Football Betting Guide detailed team previews, picks, and best bets from our writers, hosts, and DraftKings personalities are just a few clicks away by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Not only are you going to get the College Football Betting Guide, but you're going to get the NFL Betting Guide as well. All access to our daily best bets, picks at a glance from VEASAN shows. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. We mentioned West Durham sticking around, which we do appreciate ACC network. Of course, Atlanta Falcons voice. I do have a question about the Falcons coming up before we say goodbye, but I'm all shot. Yeah. Patrick Maher, Dustin Sweetelson. I wanted, can we just take a step back and do a little bit of a deeper dive co-betting favorites with Clemson and Florida state uh, in the conference. Let's go deeper into what Norvell's done at Florida state. And I'll start with you and you can can kick it to West 10 and three last year, first bull bid in three seasons. Norvell got there in 2020 and as West perfectly laid out, it was a mess. I mean, it was a mess when he got there. The progress has been legit and here he is three years in and Amal Shaw, the college football playoff is in sight for the Seminoles. Well, think about this from an offensive standpoint, guys. Last year, Florida State led the ACC in yards per play at seven per play. The second closest is 6.3. It gives you some indication of where this offense is elevated. And once you can find a player, Wes, in my opinion, who's capable like Jordan Travis, and they brought in some great athletes at quarterback over the years, and I mm-hmm. thought they had the best system ever with Bobby Bowden. You sit for two, three years, and then you play for the final two years. But to be able to duplicate that was difficult. And 
you you know this well. For people that are unfamiliar, Tallahassee and that part of the – you get into the panhandle of Florida. There's some good players that have come from there, but the most of the talent is in central and south Florida. So to get guys up there, he's done a great job. You go to southwest Georgia and other parts of the country. And Norvell seems to be very, very likable, West. I don't know Mike Norvell. Never interviewed him or engaged with him. But it seems like from what I see in recruiting, players seem to resonate with him. Adam Fuller's done a great job on the defensive side of the ball. And then we've known Florida State's always been able to get athletes. It's still a great place to play football. I think all those things are starting to come together. I, I don't disagree with that, Amal. I think the one thing about Mike that you find out is, is that he's probably been more adoptive to the landscape than anybody else who's been dealt this kind of hand. Uh, the number of guys he's gotten through the portal. I mean, you can talk about Keon Coleman from Michigan State. I'd choose to take Jared Verse, who came from Albany, yep. an FCS program, and then because of the landscape versus state, he didn't go pro, right? I mean, that makes a big difference. Then, you know, the in-conference guys like Ventrell Cypress, who's going to start at corner for him on opening night against LSU, who transferred from Virginia. He's also been pragmatic about who he goes and gets in the portal. At the same time, he has kind of taken Florida State and revitalized that whole foundation of what the program is. You mentioned Adam Fuller. I think that's a big part of it. The transition from Kenny Dillingham to Alex Atkins was really strong. I thought a year ago allowed Travis to do some different things. The key element for me is going to be, you talk about who they are offensively, and I agree. But when Florida State's been at its absolute best, they are locked down on defense. And they allowed too much stuff on the ground a year ago. They allowed guys to rev it up and run the ball on them. And they've got to be able, and I think that's part of the reason they're pretty excited about Braden Fist, the Western Michigan transfer, and certainly Fabian Lovett comes back. Those two guys have to be able to free up Patrick Payton and Jared Verse off the edges. And then Tatum Bethune is a really good linebacker. Kalen Deloach is a really good linebacker. The box is going to be incredibly important, I think, for Florida State, especially on night one. It's even going to be more important when they go to Clemson in late September, I think. Amal, Wes, let's get to this. Uh, 10 is the number as far as season win total, okay? Ooh. Also, well, you the guys home are slate good. is a breeze. If, he, if you start digging in, the home slate's a breeze. Now, as Wes mentioned, Amal, open in Orlando against LSU. So the test is right off the bat, right? But also on the road, you're going to be peeking ahead to September 23rd at Clemson. They've lost seven straight in the series. They've got Pitt on the road. Wes mentioned it's a team you sleep on. Um, They've got Florida. You know, this is the road slate gets tough for Florida State, Amal Shaw. Well, look, you're absolutely right in terms of, Wes, I said we're going to find out about Florida State. Nobody's got two games that are tougher in the month of September than Florida State, LSU and at Clemson. Right. You'll get an idea right. where this team is. I don't see potentially three losses. It might be a tough, tight game that they eke out a victory uh, up in uh, Heinz Field. And Narduzzi does a great job with his team. When you mentioned it earlier, you don't know the names, but they just kind of plug and play guys and they're going to be competitive. Even if they're eight and four or four and eight, they're still going to fight you every, every game tooth and nail. I just think in college football, the value of a mobile quarterback with the ability to make plays. And I don't know why Wilson doesn't get more run on a national level, six, seven, two forty on the perimeter. You mentioned Keon Coleman. I, I love the additions defensively in terms of what they have. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't think this defense, they have to be better than they were last year. You're absolutely right. My God. I mean, I'm 47 years old. I might have been able to get 10 yards on that defense last year. And the <laughs> bottom line is, when you look at this team, they don't have to be great. They just have to be competent. Because I'm telling you guys, and I don't know where you come out on this, West. 
They're like uh, the Falcons offense, but they got the quarterback play here to be able to move the ball on people. They should be able to score 35-plus points per game. If they score that number, they're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. They're going to win a lot of games. But what happens the night they don't have their fastball? Well, and who's the, who's the night against? See, and that, there's where the rub for me comes, yeah. and it's not that I don't think they're capable. I do believe they are. In fact, I think the ACC has two teams capable of being in the Final Four if the math works that way, right? Yeah. If you can find a way to get a one-loss team in there. But for me, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens the night they don't have the fastball, like last year when they played Wake Forest, right? I mean, last year they played Wake Forest. It doesn't go well. They lost 31-21 at their own place. Mm-hmm. Sam Hartman picked them apart. How does that work when when that night happens? Yeah. Where, where Who's it against and where is it in their season? Because the thing about the ACC is this, and we are talking about all these teams earlier, Patrick, the league has a chance to play impactful football, compelling football in October and impactful football in November for the first time in several years. If you have three, four teams hanging around the top 12 or 15 by the time you get to that second weekend, November. Oh, you nailed it. And Duke is legit this year, boys. He's doing a hell of a job there. It's gotta be better on defense. They they have to be better on defense. Yep. The pro, the quarterback is a pro. The quarterback is a pro Riley Leonard. Yep. The league's better. It, it just is. Now, Amal, it's just a great transition because Amal and, of course, Wes Durham joining us here uh, on Sharp Money and the voice of the Falcons. Wes brought up, excuse me, Amal brought up the quarterback situation. You are going to be dealing with a cult of personality back in Washington. That Taylor Heineke, they called it the Heineke Hive. There is something about him. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And, of course, Ritter there. But there is something about Heineke where people not just – Fans, but his teammates, Wes, they gravitate towards the guy. What's the early return so far with Heineke? He is as solid a human being as I've ever been around in the National Football League. And I'm just, and he's back in his hometown now. I mean, he essentially grew up in Atlanta, went to Collins Hill High School, which is 20 minutes from where the Falcons practice in Flowery Branch. And to be honest with you, Patrick, it's been, it's been refreshing to hear his stories. I know the amazing things he did in the locker room in Washington but also the amazing things he did just to people who were fans of the team. Right. And I think he brings a lot of that here. Uh, he and Ritter are off to a great start together. And I would add Logan Woodside, who's the third quarterbacks also had a nice camp through a weekend day. So, but the reality of it is Desmond Ritter was kind of drafted and matured and nurtured last year to be in this position to start this season. And he got those four games last year did. Okay. Won the last two. His numbers were not eye-popping, but he was a good leader, and he took care of the football for the most part. That part is Atlanta's biggest challenge. They've got a lot of weapons. Can he get them the ball? Sure, I think he can. The problem is, for 13 years, we watched somebody complete 72 73% of his passes in this town, right? And now you're probably looking at somebody that's going to be in the 63 to 67 range. And But if you've got guys that can run it, and I think Atlanta does, then all of a sudden things can work out. The real emphasis of this football team is going to be on the defensive side, though. The Ritter thing is certainly there, but can Atlanta get people stopped on defense, you know, through the air and certainly on the ground? Wes, we got about 30 seconds. Even if you have to lie here just for my behalf, please do so. Please (laughs) explain to my counterpart why the Ferrari Bijan Robinson is going to be unbelievable there. I I love the kid. (laughs) I, you know what, Amal, it's, um, Rarely do you get the advertisement to be as good in person as you believe it is when it, when you see it, it's as good in person. 
Thank you. It really is. I mean, he is, he is number one, he is put together athletically. Number two, he can make you miss Patrick in a phone booth. He really can. I mean, the other day he made Cornell Armstrong a safety miss on just a little, you know, a little push route to the, to the boundary side. And Armstrong came on a line and Robinson made one step and he was gone. Now, I don't know if he's rookie of the year. Maul sounds like he's got the house on Dijon Robinson, <laughs> but I think he's going to impact the team for sure. Well, as I always say, it's a running backs league. You know that. <laughs> now, I'm just they pay him Wester, so well. They pay him so with well all back. sincerity, this was a thrill for us, Wes. Thank you Thank so you. much. We appreciate you. you. At Wes Durham on Twitter. He's the best. We're coming back with Jared Smith. It's Sharp Money. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.